0: April 11, 2015, it's a Watt from Pedro show. for Pedro Show. Uh, Happy April. I am with Brother Matt. I am in Pedro, but I'm not on the uh, Pleasure Point at the Love Grotto. Uh, Next week I will be, Brother Matt. But, uh, we got to install some stuff so we can do uh, spiels from there. And, uh, because I'm going to do spiel today. I got here on the, via Skype, here in my Pedro pad. Uh, Bobby and Michael of uh, Father Figures Welcome aboard And Tom Mom. And Tom, sorry, sorry Tom Don't mean to leave you That's no, alright Alright And uh, they're speaking to us uh, uh, via Phoenix, Arizona Oh, I should tell you what we play We started the show off John Coltrane doing The Promise live October 25, 1963 And then the Father Figures with We The Battery I believe that's the shortest song on the new album Uh, Before we get into that album, I want to get into how Well, even before how the band got together and stuff I want to individually uh, go down the music trip thing With uh, Ichi Who who wants to go first?
1: Uh, I'll go first
0: This is Michael
2: uh,
0: Michael is the first guy Maybe the only guy I met from the father figures, I met him. Oh my God, <laughs> maybe thirty years ago. More, more than, than more 30. than thirty, yeah, yeah, thirty-three, thirty-four years ago. I remember you had a triangle on your head, head on the side on your hair, yeah. and you played bass bitching. Nice. I think the way you could uh, dig in there with a pick. It reminded me, uh, well, there was a lot of cats doing that. Mikey Fender, uh, uh, Daryl, and the. Uh, that Brain, uh, I, I really, uh, there was a lot of, uh, I mean, John Elwistle, you know, he used to pick sometimes, and but a lot of the punk bass players, uh, I really dug the way they used fingers, and uh, so I did at first, too, and then I lost them. It was easier just to go back to fingers, but I could play fast enough, but what is your first um, music memory, Michael?
1: Well, I started playing music way back in high school before I moved to Arizona. No, I'm
0: not even talking about playing. I'm talking about your first musical experience in your mind, like your first tune you heard that you can remember. Some people's memories can go way back, or I can only go back to I'll like tell you
1: the first, yeah. I'll tell you the first album I owned was Maggot Brain by Funkadelic.
0: Oh, yeah, I know that
1: one. Uh,
0: before you even owned, what about, uh, what, Michael, what about before you own? What about in the house? Did anybody play? Did anybody play record or the radio or?
1: Yeah, yeah. My my dad was a manager of a YMCA. Yeah. And they would have dances at the YMCA. Okay. And, and since he was the manager, he had the big box of all the current 45s for the uh-huh. dance. Did so you? this was in the... Uh, 70s, like early 70s. Yeah, yeah. 70s uh, what, what and
0: what town, Michael?
1: You know, like James Brown records and and you know just a lot of a lot of dance music from the 70s. Yeah, was around the what, house. What, what town? Think. What town, Michael? I, I lived in Omaha then.
0: Okay. Uh, Dee Boone's yeah. pop was from Nebraska, not Omaha, but in between Omaha and Lincoln, a little town. Uh, yeah. So so your so your pop yeah he's putting on the dances he's got the music he's got the records so you had a, quite a variety
1: yeah it was a, it was a pretty up to date variety around the house for back
0: okay. then and uh, what you were talking about maggie brain I think that came out in seventy or seventy one
1: so you didn't get it when it was brand new but what what made you pick that record you know, I really don't know why I picked the record, but it had that crazy cover with a, you know, right. the girl buried up to her neck with a giant afro. And <laughs> that's right.
0: And I read I, some interview. I, a, re- I read rough. some interview uh, where they asked Eddie Hazel about that lady, and he didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> of course, why would he know? You know, <laughs> I get asked yeah. about album covers too, but it, it did have a trippy album cover, very distinctive. And then the first tune is a, a "Whaler," man. Eddie oh, Hazel, yeah. incredible. Not much bass. The bass comes in later, though. Billy bass. I got to meet him a few times. Cool people. Uh You know what? I got to do that whole fucking album uh, in January. Really? Yeah. uh, Eric McFadden, a guy from New Mexico, by the way. (laughs) Albuquerque, though. Uh, He invited me up to some pad in Hollywood, Viper Room, and there was uh, Doug Wimbish. I think he's from Connecticut. On bass with about 500 pedals and uh, uh, Blackbird McKnight came up, uh, 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 Michael Hampton, and then George Clinton. He was uh, uh, there for a book, it was during the NAMM thing. And uh, we did all of the songs from that album. It was a a trip for me. It's out of the blue, just blew me away. So uh, when do you
1: start playing? I started playing in High school I played both guitar and bass During that time And what made you pick uh, those? Mostly played bass and bands I played in bass and bands In high school But they didn't really do anything Or record anything You know They were just kind of Trying it out No, what led you to get Either a bass or a guitar? Um, I tried the coronet first In a high school band And it really was horrible and <laughs> It's kind I, of hard so I just wanted, yeah, I just wanted to play something else, and I and I, sure. I I begged my mom to get bass, and she said, "Well, it's gonna ju- it's gonna be just like that cornet. You're not gonna stick with it." Oh, and, you know, I I, I, rub, I rub that in sometimes. Yeah, you showed her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, you know, I, I
0: tried playing in the school band too, but I got kicked out. And uh, his name is Mister He Said, "Why you try hard, but?" You know, maybe you should stop wasting your time and my time. And he looks at all the class, he says, "Our time." <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> that was that was kind of a beat down. It was 7th grade and so I never tried music in school again, but luckily I met D-Boom. So, you were in some bands, but they never did gigs and they never uh, recorded, but like just bedroom jam, uh, garage jam. Yeah, bedroom jams, garages, and
1: a few parties. And and nothing what, that was really, you know. what did you do? Did you copy songs, or did you start writing songs? We did some of both, yeah. I was, a, I was, in, a, I was in a band with a guy called Daryl Lay. He's still in Kansas, and he's still a musician in Kansas, and he's a really good songwriter, guitar player, singer, and he's still doing it out there in Lawrence, Kansas.
0: Lawrence, College Town.
1: Yeah, at, College Town.
0: Right, I play there. Jayhawks. And he's still yeah. doing it. Uh, what's, what's the club there? Bottleneck. Bottleneck. In the old days, it used to be the outhouse. Remember, out in that cornfield. Um, there was a great band. What is it? Mortal Micronauts? They were, they were uh, somewhere around there. Uh, so y- you were playing with him. And what? The family had to move to Arizona?
1: No, I came, I came to Arizona to go to college. Ah, okay. So Sun Devils. I, yeah, I went to ASU. I went to ASU Sun Devils. Yeah, go Sun oh, yeah. Devils. And uh, while I was in college, I started the band, the Junior Chemists, with some um, with one girl I knew from Kansas and a guy that we, that we met out here from 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 Phoenix named Brendan. So it was Don and Brendan and I and the Junior Chemists. Wow. Okay. Hey, that was that was like seventy eight, seventy nine. Yeah,
0: yeah. When I was so, like doing Reactionaries with D Boone.
1: Yeah, and that was like a arty, punk band, kind of, childish. It was like a take on a, a kid's child band well well, band. well, well, come on, think about it. That was kind of old days of punk.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, well, do, do you remember your first gig? We played. We no, played. no, I, I don't mean that you played, that you went to a punk. What made you want to start a punk band?
1: Uh, We went to some of the really early, early punk shows in Phoenix. It was called Troutorama and uh, Exorama, which was from Hall. Was that that the Victor Brothers? It wasn't the Victor Brothers. It was way before Victor Brothers added to it. Okay. And um, it was Frank Discussion, The Feeders. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that band. It was. that era Okay Back then It was seventy eight, seventy nine. Yeah, so and we saw, Well, those shows And we, and we thought well, You know, what the heck We could do a punk band So we started a punk sure. band You know, Michael There was a
0: bunch of cats Who uh, left Phoenix for Hollywood And was a big part of our scene uh, Don Bowles uh, Paul Cutler uh, The Consumers yeah. Which turned into yeah, human hands Yeah they're legends out here. Yeah, well, actually, legends in our scene too. You know, it's uh, people don't really know that there's a connection. Also, there was a band you, you were talking already, right, Michael? Uh, they were called Monitor, and in fact, the first Meat Puppets yes. recording is on their first album. <laughs> like in the middle yes. of the album, all of a sudden, the Meat Puppets are playing. <laughs> Kind of trippy. Yeah. Uh, you know, Chris uh, Kirkwood is starting a radio show, and uh, I, I was in Hollywood last week, and I, I, we were talking about this. So, so tell me about your first gig now, the Junior Chemists. Do you have recordings? Uh,
1: we have some recordings, and I have a SoundCloud page. I started with the Junior Chemist, uh, so you can find it on SoundCloud. And the first thing I posted there is a, is the full show, which was like our probably our longest set we ever played. Yeah. And it was kind of at the heyday of the junior chemist it was it was for Christmas show nineteen 79 I think it was or maybe eighty okay and and you just by listening to the the whole set with all the crowd noise you can get a really good feeling for what the Phoenix scene was like back then You can hear people talking shit About the punk scene And having the people trying to calm down Attitudes and people unplugging Gear and, ha- and, and, and you have to say Listen guys, don't unplug the stuff oh Yeah, boy, a bunch pop. of dicks. Now Michael, were you doing bass? I was For the junior chemist We switched instruments, so I played guitar, bass And drums Wow, and- okay around. Yeah Like the go team Everybody It's, it's, run it's not It wasn't a big accomplishment When you hear the The level of playing that it was <laughs>
0: <laughs> Still you had the fucking balls Hey let's listen to some more Of uh, Father Figures right now Okay What's that? Let's listen to some more Father Figures Oh okay yeah Let's do it from Pedro's Show we just heard uh, well starting off that block of music was Father Figures with Glomar Response. Michael here is telling me Glomar in fact is the Glomar in Glomar Explorer which was a CIA boat uh, looking for a Soviet sub off the west coast and uh, I guess the key line is uh, we cannot confirm or deny but you hardly ever hear that. (laughs) Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> okay, after that, we had Los Necronauts with Tranny Fluid is Thinner Than Water. Then Rough Francis with Blind Pigs. And Bonrath, Brother Bo, there with Where the Scars Never Heal. Uh, okay, that takes us up to Junior Chemist. Uh, then the band I mentioned is the next band JFA? Yeah, the next
1: band is JFA. And how'd you get? How'd you get that band? Was that Brian's band to begin with? Uh, actually, I knew Don before Brian. But but the was it, Don. Yeah, but wasn't Don an Orange, was, was oh. was Orange County guy? Oh, what's that? Wasn't Don an Orange County guy? HB. Oh, so was Brian? Though. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was from HB. He went to Huntington High School. He came out here to go to DeVry Institute of Technology.
0: Okay, okay, that's why. That's why. Okay.
1: Learn how to be a satellite engineer. He's sure. an engineer on satellites for satellite projects now.
0: So the diffraction actually worked cuz I know a lot of people that shit yeah. don't work. Okay. Respect. You
1: worked.
0: You <laughs> got a career out of that stuff. So. Okay, and so 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 you met Don first. Okay.
1: Yeah, I met Don first, and then Don was playing in the D's, a, a punk band from, uh, you know, back then, the same, same years as the Junior Chemists. Yeah. And then after the, our bands kind of faded away, he wanted a band where everyone wasn't a junkie. Yeah, and, that's and an idea. we said, so let's put together a skate band, and so we found Bam Bam and Brian after we started kind of the idea.
0: Well, Bam Bam, what was he, like Twelve? He was
1: he was thirteen or thirteen, 14 okay when we started. I know he was little. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was just a little kid. And then
0: I don't uh, people out there listening, uh J F A uh, went on to record many things. What, like placebo, was that the label, the Victor Brothers? Yeah, placebo. Right. Um, and uh lots of tours, lots of yeah, and the, but then you left the band, right? They kept going without you.
1: Yeah, I was in the band from the, the beginning in 81 to about 84. And then they wanted to do like a nine week summer tour, and I couldn't do nine weeks, you know, on a summer tour. So and you, so I stepped out and. You pulled the ripcord. Uh, Alan Bishop. That's right. That's right. That's right, Alan. In. And uh, so he stayed in there for a few years, and I came back in '86 and recorded the Nowhere Blossoms album yeah. with them. Yeah, '86, '87, '88. Yeah, a little bit of stuff. We didn't. There was, the band was not very active in in the, that period. Yeah, that we, but didn't really play shows or tour or anything around then.
0: And what'd you and, do musically?
1: Um, you mean after? Yeah, or between? I did a lot of home recordings in, in that era and and it was, I also
0: It was like Michael Cornelius music
1: Yeah, it was Michael Cornelius <laughs> yeah, Cornelius project Cornelius
0: You know, I played with a band in Tokyo Called Cornelius Yeah, I heard it This heard guy it. named Mr. Kago, it's like a one-man band uh-huh. And then when he does a tour He gets a band, of course But uh, Yeah, he said he got it from uh, That Charlton Heston movie uh, Roddy McDowell that's what oh, he probably, told me Because yeah. <laughs> I told him It wasn't a very yeah. common name He asked me yeah. If it was a common uh, First name in the U.S. And I said Well, not that common
3: No I said
0: Oh, well I, I got it from a movie plan. But, okay So You were uh, Making uh, home music Michael Cornelius music And uh, And
1: then I I, was, I joined a band Called Housequake That's right in the 80s Yeah, yeah, yeah Housequake Actually, for a while, a band called and then Housequake for a couple of years. And then I was at a band called Sweet Number Three. And all those bands mostly just played club shows around town. It wasn't really touring or anything else. Yeah. Um, but maybe easier for you. Not to a do lot. With your situation though. Yeah, it was it worked for the situation, you know, just club shows, you know, playing bars around town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And doing a little record bands but not a lot of records. Did you ever play Mason Jar? Oh yeah. I played Mason Jar in several bands. Yeah. Yeah. What's that guy's name? What's his name?
0: Who's the boss there? I can't remember. Big old earring. Franco. Franco, Franco. yeah.
1: That guy, what a tripper. Uh, They're reopening that place. Are they? (laughs) It's being remodeled into a new rock and roll club. Wow. Pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the, then, uh, what, uh,
0: are we getting closer to the father figure years?
1: <laughs> yeah, well, there's a hiatus in there. After, yeah. after my band suite number three broke up, yeah. I decided that I did not want to you know, work on that kind of stuff for a long time. So I took a, quite a few years off until the proper situation kind of presented itself again.
0: Okay, let's take a little time off and hear some more music. Pedro Show, we heard um, Father Figures with Thumper and then 13 Fires After That with Weeping Coyote The Spiral of Silence by 208 Talks of Angels with Matt Letley. You know about Matt Lettley? Uh, what were they called? Oh, no. uh, status Quo. England Band. Kind of got it bogey. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the 60s they had a great single called uh, Pictures of Matchstick Men
1: and then finally Petra Hayden
0: with Service Dog Vest Petra played with her sisters and Pedro last night and after prac I was gonna go I just sat down for a moment and I conked. fuck I woke up and it was 3 in the morning I don't usually stay up late except for gigs you know and oh yeah things change as you get less younger right uh I was so embarrassed in my own fucking town I only had to go a few blocks and fucking <laughs> snoring away <laughs> Was it at, Harold's? No, it's a place called The Warner Annex Which is a couple doors down From the Warner Theater This, uh, you know was built in the late 20s Actually, me and Dee Boone Saw The Exorcist there And, uh, man, that was a scary movie We saw it the week it came out and Never saw a young woman Cuss like that in a movie Oh,
1: <laughs> yeah, that was, that was
0: I guess it was Mercedes Cambridge, actually But she was mouthing it and uh, lots of loogies and shit We got your mother down here Karis <laughs> That was <laughs> And the twisting head The whole thing And also At that theater uh, uh, It wasn't that movie But another one We saw a guy in the lobby Have an epileptic fit I ne- never saw that before I didn't know what was happening And that was That was scarier than the exorcist Actually His yeah. tongue yes, yeah, tongue Yeah it was a trip Anyway, that's where she played. <coughs> Not to belabor to the point, uh, but I'm an idiot and I, I'm, I'm totally embarrassed. And... Sorry. <laughs> we're at the end of the first hour. Offer <laughs> uh, Peter Show, April 11, 2015 edition. Uh, my special guest from uh, Phoenix, Arizona, the Father Figures. We're going to get into uh, who's going to go next. I can go next. Bobby. Okay, but we're going to have Bobby's um, music journey. Uh, hour two. Hold tight. April eleventh, two 2015. It's the second hour of the Watford Pedro Show. Show, started the second hour off with uh, Father Figures doing, I've just been enlightened, it is not M7 Coop, it's M7 Loot, which means minor 7th, that means you flat uh, the 7th interval of that chord. Then we had
4: No uh, no Volcano with Tribute. Are are these label mates of you? Uh, you, you guys? They're buddies of ours. I'm wearing a No Volcano shirt right now.
0: Okay. Well, they just did a tribute to fucking M7 Loop because it ain't M7 Coop. <laughs> then we heard. Uh, that's G- a cool song. <laughs> yeah. We heard German. I think that's a t- uh, it's the title song, right? Their new album. The, the label sent it over to me. Uh, German and Barnes with Talus and Softus with Glass Crow. Z- Plan- Netta by Bernays Propaganda. Uh, Monique. By Devin, Gary, and Ross. That Gary is Gary Panner who did Jimbo, if you know any of those old Slash magazines. 2024, Chocolate Will Be No More, GG Band. And uh, now it's Bobby's turn, and he's going to enlighten us with his music journey, which was kind of like, I don't know, kind of barren. Yeah, I wasn't as lucky as Michael. I didn't have music around the house
4: too much. I think my, the only record my mom had was Eddie Arnold, Turn the World Around. <laughs> so, Eddie Arnold. So there, was, there wasn't there was a lot. So I was lucky. Uh, my parents were divorced, and so an old, I had an older brother. And when I would go over to my dad's house, he had a, re- a record collection, you know, Beatles, ACDC. Um, and then... Some new wave and punk rock started to work its way in there. I remember when uh, Devo and X-Ray Specs and Blondie, Plasmatics, is this, uh like that started to work. Bobby, is this in Phoenix? Yes, I grew up in Phoenix. Yeah, okay. and yeah,
0: so, so, so you know what? I gotta say, man, it sounded like Phoenix was kind of ahead of the curve. They're up there with New York, San Francisco, and Los Angeles. I didn't really realize that. I, I know because we had guys come from the scene early, but I didn't know... Uh, God, even your pop is listening to this stuff like this, you know?
4: Yeah, well, not my dad. My brother was. So. Oh, your brother. So uh, He's living with your pop. That's where the records are. Yeah, he's with my pop. So, yeah, and that's like... This is about, like, 79, 80 is when I started, you know, getting into this stuff. 80, 79, 80 81 and then you know i had a friend whose parents were hippies and they had all kinds of great records that uh that we would go through and uh i didn't actually start playing music until about uh eighth grade is when i finally got a drum set okay uh, and and just why, why the drums why the, the drums bobby you know, because when I was in sixth grade, I was a fake Peter Chris in a fake Kiss band for a talent show at school. Yeah. And for some reason, I just wanted to play the drums after that. And there was a punk rock band that practiced in my neighborhood. Did, yeah.
0: did you get a Pearl drum set?
5: <laughs> <laughs> Let's
0: listen to some more music.
5: This is not an answer, it is more of a question I need a direction, a brand new suggestion This is not a statement about any behavior I don't need a savior or another crusader We've been crushing eagles for a few generations Don't change a station or take a vacation We've been crushing eagles to the verge of extinction I recognize the motives from the perilous they gave us just man trained us, now he will train us And recognize his bonus, but he's nothing like Jesus No one wants to save us from our futile existence There's nothing if not, a lack of resistance Because no one's reaching out, and who will forgive us i looking for the wrong reaction The answers are all well interrelated The hunger's been saying Our ideals are faded Answers to your questions can't So what can I tell you? I don't want to sell you. I try to compel you. You've been wonderful. So you give me one more chance to be someone else Eruption.
2: tired of all my games sick and tired of all my bullshit crawling in through that door at 3 in the morning smelling like some woman's perfume Know you're sick and tired of all my games, sick and tired of my ways. Oh, baby, baby, please don't leave me this way. I beg of you, I beg for your forgiveness. sick and tired I'm down on my hands and knees baby baby please begging you for forgiveness I promise this will be the last time and I know you've heard that before baby, please don't walk out that door. Don't leave me this way. Sick and tired of all my games. Baby, baby, please. I'm down on my hands and knees. I'm begging you. Way. all I need is your forgiveness, felt down on
5: my hands and knees, baby, baby, please,
2: I know you're sick and tired of all my lies, baby, baby, please, my baby, your forgiveness gray flannel panties when you next visit me in my cage. I have nothing to lose and nothing to gain by leaning on your insecurities. If you don't exploit me, I will never say a rude thing about your cunt.
0: to St. Louis. Well, after Pedro's show, we started that uh, music uh, chunk with uh, Crushing Eagles by The Father Figures. I'm, I'm getting enlightened to the deep meaning behind this tune. It started out as a kind of a title and then went to a better place. Thank you, NFL. Even with all the concussions. And we heard Eruption, uh, Going to Get My Hair Cut at the End of Summer by Tabacca. There's Tom there out of Pittsburgh. Uh, Courtesy with Slow Brews, Forgiveness from Carnage Asada, Wasted on You, Pale Angels, Sleepless Night, Seven the Roddicks, Past Perennial, Howie Reeve, Uh, I just did a double bass single with him, Wet Cigarette, but all spelled wrong, with Home, and finally Yucca with Songs, I guess I should say Yucca, but we say Yucca, huh? Uh, Bobby, so you got this? It ain't a yeah. it ain't a pearl drum set. It's a beater, just like me and D. Boom, we start on beater stuff. And uh, did yeah, you yeah. teach yourself?
4: I did. There was a punk band that rehearsed up the street for me called Soiling Green. They were on the Placebo label with JFA, and so Bam Bam would hang around up there. And him and the other the other drummer dude that was up there, Neil, they just told me just count to four. And that's all you need to know. <laughs> wow. And so, so I, I started a punk band in high school called The Joke with some buddies. And, uh, The Joke? Right after, yeah, The Joke. Okay. You know, just a bedroom band playing house sure. parties. And then, uh, i had a devry connection i had two dudes that moved well one dude that moved out here another guy from huntington beach richie paul came out and uh we we started a band called kludged and we actually recorded and michael produced our tape in 1983 84 somewhere around in there that's bitches yeah so and then from there i just uh played in tons of bands and uh you know i played with jeff Dahl for a little while after that's he right because jeff he lived in phoenix for a while didn't he yep yep so i i played in the first incarnation of his band here did a little touring with him and i've been lucky enough to play so i was a little kid i was like you know 11 12 when uh when the hardcore scene was going on here and i wasn't playing in bands at the time um uh, of the early stuff, so I, I'm lucky though, I got to play with all of my favorite, somebody from all of my favorite early Phoenix bands um, later on in life, you know, in the 90s and 2000s, etc., so it's been pretty cool. That's bitching. that really is. Uh, yeah. I think Jeff's in uh, Hawaii now, right? Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, he's, in, he's in Hawaii, living the, living the big life. The Hawaiian life. You know, oh, yeah. George Hurley, twice, he went uh, to Hawaii to just surf.
0: Live on the beach. He was o- eating coconuts. He was almost killed by the waves. And that's how he got into drums. He said, fuck surfing. And he got that Happy Jack Who album and headphones. And that's wow. how you learned. Yeah. Now, George, he went back to surfing. And he ain't doing much of drums. Yeah. Uh, I, I saw him a little while ago. Yeah, he looked in great shape. That's, that's, that's a great, awesome. that's a great story. What about... uh? Tom there
6: What's up, what? Hey, Tom, what's your first uh, music experience That you uh, can I remember? I would say, my dad was a huge Doors fan So we listened to the Doors a lot In the uh, early 70s And are we talking Phoenix? Yeah, I'm, I'm a Phoenix native Okay So a lot of Doors, a lot of what? A Krieger A lot of Doors Robbie, Robbie Krieger Oh
0: yeah not much bass. I think it was the left hand on the organ. Yeah. yeah. Not that organ, Michael. The other <laughs> organ. Okay. Uh, so, so you're hearing a lot of Doors, you know? You're hearing a lot of Doors. Cops in okay. cars, topless bars. Never met a woman so alone. There's bass on that album, though.
6: <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah.
5: Yeah. That's
0: so, was, so, so Doors. Doors big influence. Actually, a lot of the cats I met in the punk scene here in SoCal were into the Doors. Bands like X, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Jack strong. Brewer, Sac- Sac- Sacra and Trust. They 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 used to cover Peace Frog. Okay, so uh, yeah, th- this was a big influence
6: on you then. An- at heralds
0: Oh, you were in Pedro. Yeah, I sent you an email.
6: That's right. <laughs> you know, I only get You're one or two. I, I only get one or two a year. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You, okay. you, you were very kind and wrote right back and said you were going to be out of town. I'm sorry. Yeah, summertime, usually torn for me.
0: Uh, well, ne- next time we'll just play with you. That's an idea. I'm going to play there tonight with uh, Spit Sticks. Speaking of drummers, uh, there, Bobby. Uh, he lives in Portland Whoa. now, and he's with some band called Nasal Rod, and. Uh, They're good, I played with them once before Yeah, I know what a name But anyway, back to you Um, Tom uh, So you listen to a lot of doors What made you get into You know, playing what you play
6: Um, You know, I uh, Probably about Fourth grade or so I started getting really into My, picking out my own sounds And I always Sort of gravitated to the bass That's I knew early on that's what I wanted to play, uh, and then the Doors needed exactly. a bass player. That's why,
0: because yeah. the Doors <laughs> needed a <Exactly>. bass player. <laughs> Girl, you gotta well, I think- love your man. <laughs> okay, so you gravitate You know, I love this because in the old days, basses is it's usually the dudes on guitar who couldn't find gigs, so they just like kind of, you know, sublimated themselves. You know. And to hear a cat wanting to play it from the get-go, I mean, when the punk movement came, there was a lot of that, but before that, you didn't have, it'd be somebody from the school band who did stand-up, so that's that's bitching to hear.
6: What, yeah. was, your, what was your first bass? My first bass was uh, Rickenbacker 4001. Wow.
0: Yeah, one uh, truss rod. Mm-hmm. Better than the threes, I think. And they, then... Uh, they got their it,
6: own sound. It had a very squirrely sound. Yeah. Uh, You know what?
0: Fuck, we're at the end of the second hour. Can we pick this up on the third hour? Sure, sure. Okay, good people. It's the April 11th, 2015 edition of for Pedro Show. Special guest, Father Figures. Hold tight for hour three. April 11th, 2015. It's the third hour of the Watch for Pedro Show.
5: Sa Gibson contre un fusil sous l'iceau Wesson. Ça y est, la vieille chevron, les noix,
4: a pris le tournant.
0: Sa histoire, C'est histoire. C'est l'histoire.
5: Le nuit de le bruit, les larmes aussi, Le terre, comme mon robert. Je ne vois plus, je n'entends plus. The death on the road now.
3: The death
5: on the road now. The death
2: on the road now. The the Danser les blés blancs Dans une
5: vieille chevrolet noire Jouer péril cherche soi
0: More like a Walt Whitman song. <laughs> All right, good people. We started the third hour off with Mr. Digler. Nothing to do with the fake porn figure. Uh, by the father figures. God, that's why I said figure, huh? Go figure. Then we had uh, Basho with From the Beginning to Late Again. No Poem. De Sang Freud. Uh, Vincent Atkins with Nile River Delta. Nota Comet with Colonial Authorities. So What with, no, they're called If So, So What yeah, Stupid What Down Here is the name of the tune and finally wovet Pen Pal Drama You know that's the most intense kind of drama it's the Pen Pal Drama Here uh, with Father Figure Tom talking about getting on, on the bass It sounds like you weren't on that Rickenbacker for too long
6: um, I, I played the Rick for probably about three years And then switched over to a Fender P bass Okay I think a Fender P is what Had I first difference. saw Fender P is what I first saw Michael play, I think
1: Is that yeah, right? I still have it Was it natural? It's a natural, yeah It's a natural finish See? Neck.
0: I fight Alzheimer's right. at, every, at every turn I fight Alzheimer's because <laughs> I, I remember
4: I, what Michael Cornelius played
0: in 1983 Okay, okay So um, you went to a P-Bass there And oh, what what kind of amp, just for the fuck
6: uh played an Ampeg s b 3 Pro
0: Okay, yeah, a little lighter <laughs> Than an SVT
6: <laughs> Yeah yeah, it was a little little bit easier on my wallet Yeah, I've got also time, on your fucking so. back
0: your, your back will love you for it And your girlfriend uh, What about uh, bands? Once you get the into the bass Yeah,
6: because everybody needs a bass player, right? That's
0: why I was yeah, telling you all I, those
3: dudes
6: I, I started a band with some buddies um, That eventually became Hillbilly Devil Speak And figured out I was just gonna sing First And figured out I could play the bass lines Better than the bass player could So we got rid of him And became a three piece And uh Did that for Quite a long time Um Picked up a few other bands Along the way Played in uh, Pinky Tuscadero's White Knuckle Ass Fuck Whoa And (laughs) (laughs) That's a That's a mouthful (laughs) Speaking of dirt, and big uh, speaking, of, <laughs> 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 uh, there's there's some crossover.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, then, that's what life's about. There, it's okay. And then, mm-hmm.
6: look, let's get up to how but, the fucking I,
0: father figures got started.
6: So after I for a while I, I did I did three bands for a while. I did Hillbilly and Pinky, and then Northside Kings, and then kind of got tired of doing doing the three of them and they all kind of petered out at the same time and one day uh, Bobby and I were commenting on the same song on uh, Facebook and I said you know we could we could do better than that and uh, you mean you know, conversational you mean what's that
0: am I, am I to understand you that this band came together via a fake look well <laughs> <laughs> guess it's yeah, so better I than my ways to space place or shitter yeah no that's okay so yeah. so you guys you ended up commenting on the same band
6: yeah we used yeah, to kind yeah, of we, do that we in were, the old days friends for a long time okay prior to that and commented on a on a kind of a, a post-punk sounding band and i you know i said we can do better than that and that sparked a conversation and bobby and i talked about well all right who can we get to play guitar and Bobby suggested Michael, and Michael was a huge influence on me growing up um, from a bass standpoint. Sure. So I was like, hell yes, let's let's
7: do that.
4: <laughs> can, I, can I ask you, what does what post-punk mean? After-punk? It's a reaction to punk rock, I think. Okay. I think it's it's punk with a heart on. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: And punk is
4: like,
6: whatever, without a heart on? Depends on which version of it you're listening to. Okay, let's see. Here's our final music for the
3: edition.
0: Hey, good people! Last music for this edition: the longest, the longest song from their new album. The truth is an odd number by the Father Figures. Make a lot of fucking noise over there, guys! Watch out. Then we had Frightwig with a rough mix of something new from them called Agent Sucks." What's that about? And then Labor Camp with Deep Blue Sea. That's got a uh, Kurt from uh, Nip Drivers. And then no, Vo- no volcano again. In. These are uh, friends, uh, father figures there at Phoenix. No Volcano. That's a trippy name. And then uh, Big Bam from Round Eye. That's got Brother Steve McKay with some guys, expatriate guys in uh, China. And then finally, Hubris, the extract out of Canada. Uh, let's get back to this father figure story. Okay? So Michael's the last... He's the last cat to join the band. So I'm so glad I didn't say your band because I would have felt like a real dick. It was actually started by the bass player who got together with the drummer and then thought of an ex-bass player to come in on guitar. This is how the Father Figure started. How'd how'd you figure out this name?
4: A buddy of mine actually suggested it to us. It was... uh you know, Michael thinks of it as more like a big brother kind of connotation. So we kind of roll with that more than the, you know, clean cut dads making good. Yeah, what
0: was Stalin's favorite uh, book when he was young? Uh, it's called The Patricide. I guess that's killing your father. Yeah. Maybe
4: it's, <laughs> it's kind of like that, but way different. <laughs> yeah okay. we need to have an album called
1: patricide <laughs> okay.
4: is, that,
0: is that right
4: is, wow okay or it's the
0: patricide and I think the hero his name is Koba and he used that for his first fucking uh, gangster name or something like that uh, or yeah jail name Uh, tell me about the first practice
6: it was actually right here in the room we're sitting in now <laughs> did you
1: We're in Bobby's Bobby's rec room. So you knew it was a band, right, Uh, from the first go? What was the first gig like? Actually, Bobby's Bobby's wife was out of town. He said, hey, dudes, let's make some noise, you know, because the wife was out of town. I can just make some noise and have fun. And so we came over to make some noise, and it was fun, so we did it again, and then pretty quick. I'd play your birthday Yeah, pretty quick I suggested that we play a set at my 50th birthday
0: First gig was your 50th birthday, okay
1: Our first gig was my 50th birthday I thought I was going to throw down, you know, a nice big party at a, a club Chuck E. Cheese And I was going to have some other bands playing you And I said, we should play a set too And it was like okay. six weeks away from our first, you know, jams
0: Wow, so you, you wrote all them tunes In six weeks Yes I thought I think we lost him again Yep we lost him again
1: Okay go ahead By the time we got to that um, That first show on my birthday We had nine original songs And two more shows lined up after that So I was like well I guess we're a band now
6: Wow And And what about the album uh, well, we, we saved our pennies from our first set of gigs And went to the recording studio as soon as we had enough
0: So, man, because you guys kind of veteranos So you just fucking did it Very happy. very very inspiring And what about, uh, obviously, play a lot of gigs around
4: Phoenix But you guys do little tours? We did one. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we're, okay. we're pretty pathetic when it comes to promoting ourselves and, yeah. and playing out of town. Well, let, let me ask you your your, your future plans.
6: Uh, we'd like to come back to San Pedro. Okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yep. Harold's place. Southern
0: Cal kind of tour: San Diego, Huntington Beach, Pedro, Pedro. Valley-ish. We, if you, if, you, if you come from this town, you don't say it that way. Yeah. Oh, Pedro. So. Pedro. <laughs> and the beach here is called Cabrillo. <laughs> Just to let you know, you know, when you travel over that mojave, you know, with nothing to eat but fried joels and tortillas.
5: <laughs>
0: Pedro. <laughs> and Cabrillo. Yeah. Right. Uh, and uh, jalapenos. Okay. Uh, look, I ask everybody on the show this. Um. Uh, if somebody wanted to ask you advice about music, what would you tell them?
1: Play. That's a good one. Don't give a shit. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's not that hard, really. It's just it just takes a little time. It's not that expensive to do compared to some other other things you might do, like play golf or something, you know. So, <laughs> so you're saying have uh, patience, persevere. Yeah, have patience, persevere. Do something that takes a little time, effort, and thought. You know. Yeah. A lot of a lot of entertainment these days is like instant gratification entertainment, and um, playing music takes some time and energy and thought to make it all work out right. And yeah, I think that's a good thing. You know. Yeah, you me too. I agree. Do it now. Yeah, do it now, and it's, and get, just get started. I mean, you don't have to be that good. Uh uh-huh. You just have to do it. Right. So motivate yourself. Motivation's yeah, important.
0: Yourself. Yeah. Okay. And because uh, yeah. it's not going to get done by itself, right?
1: No Yeah, just do it, have fun Did you? Yeah, Since we started, I think we've inspired a lot of our friends to sort of jump back in there And and uh, start some bands, do some things and make some stuff happen So there's a, there's a pretty big scene of our peers that have kind of jumped back in In Did the you? last four or five years
6: yeah, the, the singer from No Volcano was telling me that very thing this morning Yeah, <laughs> That we inspired him to kind of get back out there
0: That's very bitchin'. Thank you for being so contagious. And thank you for being guests on the Watford Pedro Show. Much respect to you cats, and I wish you the best. In fact, get people... Yeah, music don't have to be just the early stage of your life. You can go back to it, no problem. Uh, Good people, it's been the April 11, 2015 edition of the Watford Pedro Show with uh, my special guest, Father
3: Figures. Keep your powder dry.